It's your boy Mark, and I'm joined, as always, by the lovely K-Town. Vengeance! <laughs> Excuse me, Vengeance, I mean. And the gentleman and scholar, David. Hello, everybody. And our very special guest, welcome back to the show, Uncle K. As always, it's an honor. Howdy. <laughs> Thank you. And this is the podcast where we explore the history, the good, the bad, and the ugly of the most controversial people, movements, and organizations in our modern world. We'll tell you the story and then we'll give you our take. And today we're spoilercasting 2022's The Batman. It's the Bat. The the by Batman. <laughs> it's the they them Batman. They them. <laughs> before we get in jeets right off the top right what? i'm just saying he saw he saw catwoman with that girl he didn't care <laughs> before we get into the, any of these uh characters of sexuality or gender politics or anything before we get into any of that shit make sure you follow us on facebook at the good times are killing us podcast on the instagram at good times killing us podcast and on the Twitter at good underscore times underscore dead. Please also make sure you rate and review the cast five stars only on Apple Podcasts and also now on Spotify. Give us those five star reviews and we'll read them right here on the cast. And after you leave us a review, if you want to talk to us personally, leave us a message and call us at 757-656-9080. Again, that is our Google voice number. Call us. Uh, leave a message. We'll play it right here on the air at 757-656-9080. All right. So uh, y- y'all ready to get on into this? Let's get it. All right. Let's all right. This shit. So, you know, we always begin our episodes talking about, like, where we're coming from with the topic. So we've got a few different ways to go about this. So, first of all, um, where are we all coming in from with the uh, the fandom for Batman? And also, who was your Batman uh, before this movie? Okay, let's start with uh, let's start with Uncle K. I can't remember the voice actor uh, right now, but my Batman is the animated Batman. The animated series? Yeah, okay. I, I had to think about it. He is my Batman, the okay. animated, because anytime I play a Batman game, I'm hoping his voice will be there, and he's still out here. That's my Batman. Okay, right on. Sick, sick. Is and that uh, Kevin Conroy? Kevin Conroy? Is that yes, about? yes, yes. That's exactly who I'm talking about. And plus, Mark Hamill was the Joker, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, and that, and then uh, another plus. Mm-hmm. And that's my Joker. That's my Joker. But where, where are you coming from with the fandom? Are you tapped in? Or, like, you know, uh, you I wasn't as tapped in as loosely everyone, when you're When you're poor, you got to pick your side, and it was Marvel. So anything I had, I was Marvel's. But I, but I dabbled later, and. Uh, I read a lot of the comics. Like I knew about Hush. I knew about the story arcs they were using for this movie. Like I did read yeah. a lot. I read a lot of. I like. I like you're, to. Re- I'll read dude. the compendiums for for Batman. Like so, I did. Uh, as far as comics, Tom McFarlane was my man. Right on. But you, still, you're a comic dude, so you're a little more tapped into Batman, even though you say not really more than probably any of the rest of us, because you're you've for me been a comic dude. I feel like I should be more tapped in, but that's my my sole connection to DC. Really, is Batman. Uh, I, I I gotta say, I'm I'm a little bit I'm close to where Uncle K is coming in, but I'm a little bit further loosely related. I mean, 
Batman, I mean, everyone is always I've grown up knowing who Batman was and stuff, you know, uh, but I was never really super tapped into the comics. I've always had friends who were in the comics like Uncle K over here. So, like, I, I would hear secondhand about some of these story arcs and stuff, but um, not super tapped in. But, uh, you know, always, always down for a Batman movie. Uh, and I mean, for me, Michael Keaton's always been my Batman. That's Ooh. like the Batman mm. from when I grew up. You know, that's that's like the first batman i ever saw on screen so he was batman to me and still in a part of my mind is batman to me my batman is is batman i i elaborate yeah, hey, yeah, all right all right yeah, shut the fuck up wait the the batman the, the one that's idea a bat of the bat mm. is what i love most about the character like i don't i don't think there's like one particular actor that portrays the batman better I think the idea and the like philosophy behind the bat is what draws me to him the most and that I resonate the most with. Like he's got a strict moral code. He don't fuck around. He's smart. Like he's just a regular dude. He's just a rich dude. And like, he is up there literally like hand to hand fighting a fucking God and like whipping his ass. Like he is like the epitome of like the human race. He has strong morals he holds himself to a higher standards. He's like the apex of what a man can do with sheer will and uh, force. I'm not gonna lie. I, I love that answer, but I'm not gonna let you wiggle out yeah, of the question. Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who's, okay, the, okay. who's the best representation of, of what you just Batman. said? Yeah, who's well, the best you, representation you, Val, Val of what Kilmer. you just said? Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Really? Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. All right. All right. So actually, hold on. I, I'm gonna say my best. I think the best interpretation of Batman I've seen has been Robert Pattinson. Oh wow! Okay, all right. Heavy okay. take. Uh, so heavy take, and I, I, you go for it. Go for it, Payne. So for me to kind of go off of, of of that sort of response, you know, like for me, like what I was liked about Batman was he was kind of like a goth superhero in a way. I mean, not like you know, he's not like um, you know, like a Blade or anything like that, or a Venom and that in that sort of way. But he's kind of like the OG like dark superhero he mostly comes out at night he is a bat he is nocturnal um i mean i, I think the whole reason why dc is called detective comics is because of batman of right because he he is a detective so that's always kind of appealed to me um but at the same time um i'm not a huge comic book person um i remember seeing one of the uh the tim burton batman movies when i was like a kid i couldn't even tell you which one i just remember like watching them on TV, I know I watched at least one of them with my mom all the way through. Um, so honestly, you know, to maybe shake things up uh, or maybe have like a, an appropriate, you know, conclusion to this. Like my my Batman was honestly from the uh, the Christopher Nolan versions. So uh, that's uh, who, who plays him in, in um, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Like <laughs> as much as Christian Bale, it can be kind of a weirdo. Um, he's a great actor, and I think he really killed those movies. And I'm not gonna lie, you know, like for me. Uh, the first Batman movie and The Dark Knight, like those movies are top tier movies. I'm sure that's probably where a lot of people are coming from with this. So I'll kind of yeah. be the basic person, I think. But yeah, th that that's my that's been my Batman up to this point. For sure, I thought I thought most I thought that was going to be most of you guys' answer was going to be Christian Bale. So it, it seems like all Batmans are being represented, even Val we, Kilmer. We need an honorable mention for Adam. <laughs> Jokingly. West. <laughs> yeah, Adam, yo, Adam West, shout out. Actually, I do yeah, like that. Yeah. Adam West. I, actually, real quick. I, I grew up to like him. I hated him at first. He bothered me at first, but when I got older, huh? Yo, I'll real quick, who do y'all who do y'all think's the worst Batman? Val Kilmer or George Clooney? <sighs> George or, or, Clooney. Or Ben George. Affleck. 
George I say Clooney. George Clooney because he was George the Clooney. villain and in that movie that he was in. He was actually the villain. They were trying to save the world, and he was just trying to do exactly what a billionaire would do. Billionaire <laughs> fuckboy. He's like, no, fuck that. Fuck he that said, no, nah, stop shit. this. What peace? Uh, <laughs> I think, clean I think Earth. Ben clean Affleck, Earth. Clean Earth. No. Ben Affleck was the worst Batman, in my opinion. I'm gonna say Ben Affleck not because I've even seen any of those like Justice League type like DC cinematic universe movies, but I'm gonna say Ben Affleck just because I have no desire to watch those. Like I could watch the Adam West ones, ironically, uh, Val Kilmer, even that that I can I could vibe to that, but like personally, I just do not have any desire to see any of this Superman, you know, Justice League, Aquaman bullshit. I have no desire to see any of that shit personally. I won't lie, though, you know, because I do differentiate my Batmans and my Bruce Waynes a little bit. So, Same. So all, like, right, uh, all, know, right, all right. Keaton, Keaton is like my Batman when I think of Batman, like on screen, or when I see Michael Keaton, I still think of him as Batman. Mm -hmm. But uh, I love the portrayal of Bruce Wayne by Christian Bale. So, like, I, I love George that, Clooney's Bruce Wayne. I can see George Clooney. Uh, he's not bad either. Okay. So before we get into a plot overview of, of the whole movie, let's talk a little bit about like, what did you expect? Like, what was your hype specifically for this movie? What did, what did you want it to be? Like when you heard uh, that there was going to be a Robert Pattinson Batman, like we're talking the guy from like Twilight. Um, we're talking someone who's kind of known as a sort of like, uh, uh, this kind of like edge, not, not even, well, could we call him an edgy British actor? Was that would that be an appropriate description for Robert Pattinson? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. Yeah. I only know him from Twilight and uh, Harry Potter, so I don't know. Like if when you heard that and you him. and you saw the trailer and you you heard something in the way by Nirvana and you saw you saw the dark goth shit. What did you think this movie was going to be and what did you want from it? I thought he had the chin line for it. <laughs> yeah. What True. Yo, I never even thought about that. Honestly, yeah. It's really important yeah. to have a chin when you're being is, Batman. Especially in this suit where the chin, where there's so much of that. This cow exposes so much chin that, you know, he does. Hey, good, good call. Good call. Uh, on a note, yeah. on the, I think it was uh, the killing joke, actually. Uh, I think uh, Batman makes a joke about it. He's like, that's why I keep half my mask. I don't have a full mask. It's so you can see my chin. See that I, <laughs> you can see my half my face. You know that I'm a human still under here. I'd say... Um, I, I, I uh, when I heard when when I first heard about this movie, I was thinking at first really like, oh my god, another another Batman movie, great with Robert Pattinson, which I was like, okay, that could be good or that could be bad, kind of like when Joaquin was uh, first announced as Joker. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I I had pretty low expectations through the whole thing. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Another DC movie, they're doing Batman again. Here we go again. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't excited until further on into the rollout, so I wasn't mm -hmm. expecting much, honestly. Okay. Just like just like Suicide Squad, I would just like this movie all it has to do is justify its own existence for me. <laughs> so low bar. I I wanted uh I wanted I wanted emo Batman. I wanted my <laughs> chemical romance like angsty like fucking just like fuck you mom, fuck you dad. I'm the fucking bat Batman. And that's what I got. <laughs> what I got? Oh, yeah. I was gonna say that's exactly what you got. He even gave you the good. You're not my dad. He even, yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a line with man. the yeah. eyeshadow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. I think Rain. that's that's basically you like told him to take a shower. <laughs> that's that's honestly what I wanted too. Is I wanted to get like the the cool like goth emo Batman, but I, I thought that um, I was expecting like him to be very young and like really early on, like just figuring out the Batman shit. That's kind of what I, I imagine maybe it would be. 
Um, because, you know, this emphasis on him being like emo and everything like that, it kind of goes well with the sort of teenage angst sort of vibe. So I would have figured he would have been, you know, like his mid to late 20s, something like that. That's kind of like what I was expecting from this. Um, I think that's I think that's what they were going for though. They presented him as yeah, a, as a younger, they were a younger man, Batman. Especially yeah. with that scene where he uh, he put his flight cape on, you could tell he had never done it before, and he was scared he to was do it. He was legitimately scared. <laughs> he was scared yeah. to do it. At least he worried. Sorry, so. worried to do it. Well, I don't want to get too much into my thoughts about it, like overall. So I'll kind of wrap it up with that. But yeah, uh, Kyle, where, where are you coming? What where, where, where did yeah, you want? He, Oh, no, I just told you. I don't know. Well, I just said he had the chin. That's all I said. But what I I came in with zero expectations. I was just like, look, DC's been failing me except for Suicide (laughs) Squad. And I thought that was a fluke. And this was great. Yeah. Yeah. The newer Suicide Squad. Okay, so let's let's do a quick plot overview. Like a lot of times when we've done these episodes, we usually kind of go over the plot together. But right now we're just going to hit the entire plot, get it all out of the way. And then we'll kind of break this bad boy apart. Alright, so, on Halloween night, the incumbent mayor of Gotham City is murdered by a masked killer named the Riddler. Lieutenant James Gordon and the Gotham Police Department investigate the case alongside the masked vigilante, Batman. Despite criticisms from Police Commissioner Pete Savage, who is soon after killed by the Riddler as well and left with a message for Batman, which leads he and Gordon to images of the dead mayor with a woman near the Iceberg Lounge, a nightclub owned by the Penguin, the second-hand man of mobster boss Carmine Falcone. Batman's investigation leads him to the woman's roommate, Selina slash Catwoman, who he asked to go to the club to investigate, where they discover that the killed police commissioner was actually on Falcone's payroll along with the district attorney. The Riddler then abducts the district attorney and straps a collar bomb to his neck and forces him to drive a car into the middle of the former mayor's funeral. The Riddler asks the district attorney to answer three riddles, but he refuses to answer one that would give away the name of a Gotham police informant. So the bomb explodes, killing him. Batman and Gordon assume the the informant is the Penguin, which ends up not being true, but in their search, they discover that Falcone is behind a huge drug cartel in the city and has a bunch of cops on his payroll. Batman and Gordon keep following the Riddler's riddles until they discover that he holds a grudge against the Wayne family because of all the sympathy that was given to Bruce Wayne when his parents were killed despite hundreds of other poor orphans in the city. Batman discovers that his father had actually hired Falcone to silence a journalist with dirt on him and his mother. A bomb intended for Bruce Wayne explodes and almost kills Alfred. When Alfred recovers, Batman slash Bruce Wayne asks him why he never told the truth about his father, but Alfred reveals that Bruce's parents were killed because Bruce's father wanted to investigate Falcone after finding out that he had the journalist killed, something he never wanted. Selina slash Catwoman tells Batman that Falcone is her father and she tries to kill him because she found out that he had her friend killed. Batman arrives just in time to stop her from murdering him, but in the chaos, the Riddler kills Falcone and is sent to Arkham Asylum. The Riddler is purposely caught, he meets Batman, who later finds out about all the Riddler's followers who are planning to use car bombs to destroy breakwaters surrounding the city and to assassinate the new mayor-elect. The bombs explode, the mayor-elect is shot but not killed, and the movie ends with Batman beating up a bunch of the Riddler's followers before going down in the flood to help out regular citizens and vowing to inspire hope to the people of Gotham City. End of movie. Yeah, that's a lot. Oh, yeah. It's spoiler alert, by the way. Uh, <laughs> we forgot to mention just in that. Case. Hey, <laughs> hey, know. shout out to the dumbass that listened to this podcast called Spoiler Cast and, <laughs> and wasn't expecting a spoiler. You know, we want to spoil this thing. But yeah, it's a lot. The, the, the plot is kind of complex, but um, you know what? Actually, another thing. Now that we got the plot out the way real quick, can we roundtable one more question? Before okay. we get into it and get into everything, now that we got the plot out the way, um, did you guys enjoy this movie, Kyle? Yes, 
I enjoyed this movie and loved it. And and I, uh, uh, K Town, you said yes as well. Yeah, I thought it was a good movie. The ending was a little dragged out, but everything leading up to the last like fifteen minutes, like I was not bored. I did not want to get up. Like I held my my bladder for like two hours for this movie. I agree. I agree. I've seen it twice so far. I I do love this movie. I, I think it's a great movie. I I agree. Go ahead, Payne. So I'm I'm probably gonna be the wet blanket here. We're like I I did enjoy this movie, uh, despite it being three hours long. I didn't really have any moments where I was completely bored, but it it didn't honestly. I don't know. It didn't really do too much for me. There were, there were some things that just kind of hit weird uh, for me. It kind of felt like a like maybe it was a it was the directing. It felt kind of like someone just kind of playing with their Batman toys and making some movie with a plot that felt kind of. <laughs> uninspired and uninteresting um but but i don't know i'm not saying it's a bad movie i did enjoy it but i don't think it's like it doesn't it doesn't really i don't think it touches on like other batman movies i'll say that much but you wouldn't say say it's a great a great batman movie yeah i wouldn't say it's a great batman movie did not blow me away but it was entertaining and i would suggest watching it if you like the batman vibe Okay. Okay. Right it's on. It's in hey, my that's... top three. It's in my top three of Batman movies. It's definitely Agreed. a top three for me. It's definitely it's a, top a top three. three. Instant top three. I'll say. You know. And we'll get into more of that. We'll get into more of that. <laughs> Boom. Next. Next discussion point. Really. Uh, the state of the of Bat movies and the DC uh, the DC uh, movie universe before this. You guys got some heat on that. I do. It's all in the animated. Yeah. That's where it's at. If you want a good Batman movie, watch uh, go HBO Max and watch all your DC Batman movies up there. Yeah, Mas- I believe the long uh, Halloween is up there. I believe it's up I think there. both of them. I was going to say Mask of the Phantasm is one of my top three. That's like right under the Dark Knight. That's I mean, one of I'm, the best animated movies, animated yeah. movies of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Full stop. Like animated yeah. movies. You're right. But um, I, I think, um, yeah, DC has been trying for a long time and DC has been trying to get some stuff off the ground. And I think they're starting to get some. I mean, in Marvel Shadow, it's a, it's a hard it's a long stretch in Marvel Shadow, but they're getting some hits yeah, under their where belt. Batman belongs, though, in the shadows. I, you know, I, I, I will say Batman's the only thing that hits for me for DC. I hate Same. DC. I Flash dude, sucks, it's a Superman joke. sucks. Wonder Woman sucks. Wonder, Batman I, fucking hits. I don't know why people like the Wonder Woman movie. I'm sorry. I fell asleep every single time I tried to watch the first one, so I saw no point in watching the second one. <laughs> I never made it through the first one. I, I And I tried. I did it when that's, I was awake. That's supposedly the good one, too. That's no supposed shame. to be the good one, and uh, I never made it through. I don't even know. I heard that movie was pretty good, and I haven't wanted to check it out, but honestly, like... I mean, I was kind of late to the superhero party in a lot of ways. Like, I only just really caught up on Marvel. Like, uh, a few years ago, I kind of just randomly binged all these movies I'd been missing. And I've been kind of keeping up with them now. But, like, uh, for for DC, I mean, like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, they have been putting out some cool movies I've liked for the past few years. Like, I did like the Suicide Squad reboot. I'd heard a lot of good things about that. I heard it was super gnarly and That's gory. An exception. I checked it out, and I actually really enjoyed it. Um it wasn't like it didn't like blow me away, but it, it was really good. It, it was gory. It, it felt kind of like um, Guardians of the Galaxy, but with gore because it was made by James Gunn. It has a lot of those same elements. Um, but man, like, I mean, I think uh, we're all going to probably be on the same page with this. Like the big movie that kind of made me that made me realize what DC could really do was uh, Joker. The Joker, baby. Because what I realized was like, I think, um, you know, I think a lot of people get kind of superhero fatigue from the Marvel movies. Uh, the Marvel movies, they're all kind of like bright and they have the quippy humor. I mean, it's made by Disney. So DC, I think 
does well when they when they try to do everything that Marvel doesn't do. Like when they exactly. decide when they decide to go dark and gritty, that's when it works because Marvel is not really able to do that. Yes, so I, I agree. And as far as DC movies, the DC, so Marvel, Marvel's movies are all, even though they have different genres, there's different genres in each movie, and they they can do that. They kind of all have a similar tone because they're part of this this one tapestry. Mm-hmm. when dc tries to do that it doesn't really it comes off kind of cheesy to me and so that and that's also dc's advantage that they have all these these disconnected kind of stories that aren't all part of this one connected universe so they can exist in their own mm-hmm. and i think that's when they that's when they shine brightest too i mean i know that the peacemaker stuff and the suicide squad that's part of the that existing dc eu but Joker, like we talked about, one of their other great hits of as of recent, and now the Batman, you know, also exist in their own separate things apart from the DCEU. So I think that's where you know there are there's like DC. three Gotham cities right now. Yeah, like three exactly, active you know. got three live action active Gotham cities. That's crazy. Not to mention there was the whole Gotham show, you know, and uh, and maybe oh, some new maybe some yeah. new shit to come because of the, maybe some new shows to come because of this movie too. I wasn't we'll interested talk. in that Gotham show. I haven't either. I never watched that. Just but. the idea of uh, a baby Batman just didn't make any sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about how DC can kind of be the darker side of the superhero world right now, the superhero genre right now. So we might as well kick it off. Uh, you know, th- our next our next thing in the outline is to talk about the cast here and what uh, what darker choice could you have than the vampire himself, Robert Pattinson, who kicked off his career by being a famous vampire, and now conveniently, the next time that he's being like on triple A actor status, he's a bat. Imagine that you start off as a vampire and you then you literally turn into a bat. But so, what do y'all think of Robert Pattinson uh, in general and also in this movie? I, I honestly I've been indifferent to him in general. I don't have much. I knew he was I knew him from Twilight and like like Kyle said that's pretty much the only thing I really knew him from. But I I, I did hear about his performance in The Lighthouse uh, which I haven't seen, but uh, I've seen some clips and stuff and they're pretty good and I know he's more of an indie dude doing movies like that and Good Time and and stuff like that where he he's really kind of like those younger actors do when they get in those YA movies, like kind of straight away from that path, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He seemed like an interesting dude. And when I, when I saw he was picked for this movie, I was like, okay, interesting choice. We'll see. So what'd you think about him in the movie? I loved him. I fucking loved Mm. him. I literally, so like K town said, I told you Keaton's my guy, but like, I think, and I hope I'm not, you know, getting too soon on this, but I think he might be my favorite Batman as well. I think this one we should fully roundtable this. What, what, what do y'all think? What do y'all think of Robert Pattinson and 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 in this movie as well? Robert Pattinson. Is okay, I always rate. I always rate it the same with all. I mean, I thought he was a a good Batman. I like his. I like his Batman. And as far as Bruce Wayne goes, uh, real quick, I'm gonna stop you real quick right there. I don't think it's fair to judge him on a Bruce Wayne because I don't think there was enough. Bruce I, you didn't Wayne let me finish. Movie. I said mm. there wasn't enough. I was literally, okay, yeah. you mm. didn't let me finish. I My wish bad. you would just let me talk. I'm sorry because uh, <laughs> I was gonna say that there wasn't enough Bruce Wayne to make a full opinion on his Bruce Wayne. Yeah, you goddamn I, son 100%. of a bitch. <laughs> he literally was gonna say that. I 100 agree, though. I don't think there's enough Bruce Wayne in this movie. There's not enough. There's not enough it, Bruce Wayne to make an assessment. Uh, my opinion so far, like, because I'm not, I'm not counting uh, Batman Forever and uh, 
the whatever the Shuma, the Shuma Batman movies. and Robin and Batman Forever. Yeah, uh, I, I think this is the weakest Batman. Mm. Why? Uh, Batman Begins, and then he was literally trained by Ra's al Ghul. Yes, this dude was only trained by Alfred. It seems like. Okay. I think that's fair. I mean, they. I think they kind of they do accentuate that. There's that scene where like, yeah, he's uh he's like using the 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 bat wings or whatever, and he just eats ass, dude. He goes all the way down and just fucking like he like uh his his like cape gets like caught on the bottom of an underpass. He hits the bottom of a fucking of a oh, movie bus. Yeah, I like <laughs> I that like, scene though. Exactly, I, that, I like that. I like seeing a vulnerable Batman. I love seeing a hero make a mistake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and and yeah, I'll go ahead and go next with uh, with Robert Pattinson. I I uh, I remember seeing the original, um, the first Twilight movie actually, like in high school. I remember thinking it wasn't as bad as I really thought. I didn't really have anything like against him. Um, it was it was it was not something I would want to finish. I didn't watch the rest of the series, but it wasn't as bad as I thought. But I, recently, I have been kind of impressed from him. Like in the Lighthouse, he was really good. I really liked him in Robert Eggers' The Lighthouse. Um, he was also really good in uh, The Devil um, All the Time. Where he played like this creepy kind of like reverend dude. I thought that was a really cool role. So I've kind of seen him Wait, doing oh, more. He was in that movie. I did see him in that. I love that movie. That was yeah, it was movie. great. I like he's, he was, I forgot he was the reverend. He's been like playing like more kind of like austere sorts of roles, almost kind of like I mean, he's kind of doing a similar thing to what um uh who's the Harry Potter guy? Who's the Harry Potter guy? Uh, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. He's kind of having a similar trajectory, and it's interesting to see him actually back in the limelight as such a big actor, but um, I thought he was good in this. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Some of the emo shots of him, though, I just couldn't, man. <laughs> I just could not, dude. They had a hard time making him look buff also. Yeah. Uh, you know, he did I that back yeah, thing point. where he was pushing the, the, the table. Yeah, like, and I was like, you just look weak, man. I was like, you look like strong. a weak body. I, yeah. <laughs> I had the same uh, reaction when he was pushing the table. I'm like, yeah, you don't look very strong there, uh, Bruce. Uh, yeah, he would turn into Bruce right there. He yeah, way more, Batman. way more of a cut, uh, um, way more of a cut Batman than a buff Batman for sure. Dude, Robert Pattinson. Um, I used to hate Robert Pattinson because my girl was super into Twilight, and I had to watch like the first like everyone but the last one in theaters with her. <laughs> hey, and it you really sucked. I'm glad you said that because there's probably a lot of dudes who have that exact yes experience. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you when Robert Pattinson took a turn for me. There's this little movie called The Lighthouse, and there's this scene where he talks about fucking a steak. And I don't know, just something about the way he says, oh, I would, uh, I, if I had a steak, uh, well, I, uh, I'd fuck it. <laughs> I gotta, and I was like, I all right, this, this is movie. this is my guy. This is my guy. Yeah. And then, and then, like, literally a week before the Batman came out, he goes into an interview and he talks for like 20 minutes about the love triangle and Final Fantasy 7 and about how hard it was for him to choose between Eris or Aerith. Oh, really? And Tifa. Like for 20 minutes, Zoe Kravitz <laughs> is just sitting there watching him like, oh, okay. And he's just like, yeah, and there's this like little badass uh, thief in a mini skirt and her name's Tifa. <laughs> and it's, I was just like... Bro, he's one of us. Yeah. Oh, I love it. He is one of us. I didn't yeah. know that. That's great. It's so uh, ridiculous. Yeah, he's uh, he's a nerdy weirdo. Yeah. But I, I will say this is my favorite interpretation of Batman. It's not my favorite mm. Batman film. Mm. But yeah, I think no, I like the realism behind this Batman. He wasn't like some he was an unstoppable force, but like they really played up on his intelligence 
and his deduction skills. In this yeah, movie, I liked a lot of the visual cues with him looking at things, and they yeah. made us look also like they didn't say it. They didn't give us anything dialogue. You had to look, and then like there's a pause, and really, then they were like, "Oh, the, oh, like the girl taking the picture, of the shit he was looking at." Yeah, he looked at he looked at the thing, and then the forensic was like, "Oh shit, yeah, there is something." I over think there. the <laughs> reason why I like this movie is because it is it's a cross between the Nolan Batman. It has very serious grittiness mm-hmm. of action, and then Grounded. it's got a lot of a lot of the fucking campiness of like the uh, the goofy Batman movies, which I thought was cool. Like, like him sitting at the computer with eyeshadow, like looking like fucking <laughs> Gerald Butler or <laughs> Gerald from yeah, yeah Gerald from My Chemical Romance, <clears throat> and like some of the shots, like where he's double chin looking underneath the car and shit like there was a lot of campiness <laughs> to it that i really enjoyed so like i like yeah. the the kind of mixture of it all right right so the so the good time seal of approval all around from our pats's performances of the bat Hell yeah. yes yeah oh, i i also yeah. agree this did you did you watch uh perhaps anyone watch the year one shit the, the, animated? the animated no 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 i haven't oh, seen that's that that same thing. It's my favorite rendition. It's one. It's young, and you're just focusing on instead of like his gadgets and shit. It's just his intellect and his yeah, because our brute guy strength because he doesn't have a lot to work with yeah, as far as gadgets go. go. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of gadgets. Not not many gadgets on this Batman. Well, so real quick, let's let's kind of rattle. So there's a lot to say about Robert Pattinson, obviously, but let's yeah. kind of rattle off a few other uh, uh, actors and characters. Um, how'd y'all feel about Zoe Kravitz as uh, Selena Kyle slash Catwoman? I know my boy Mark liked it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, I'll save my take. I mean, yeah, 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 Kyle, yeah, Uncle Kyle, you're the guest, so you'll be you'll be taking first round pick on all all these uh, round table topics. I feel so, like we uh, were going for a Halle Berry Catwoman. Don't do that. Don't, I'm sorry. Okay, look, I, I'm gonna stop you right there. Don't do that. Don't bring yeah, I mean, Halle I thought Berry she was great. Kyle, I mean, you a yeah. fucking hater on this one, bro. <laughs> Damn. I thought she was great. No, no I love this let one. No, I actually love this one. <laughs> Like, but I'm not a big fan of this interpretation of Catwoman. So what's I don't like that she's the daughter of Falcon. Like her acting was fan- fantastic. Actually, I like the way she she nailed the, like the character, but I don't like her character. Okay. Like okay. I don't like that she's the daughter of Falcone. I don't. I actually didn't like the chemistry between her and Batman. That's part of some uh, comic book arc, or her being. It, yeah, I. It, it's it's but, their um, mo. Actually, it's their. It uh, is. It's their. They're they're supposed to have chemistry. What I will say, I thought was really interesting about her is, um, I was looking at her IMDb profile, and apparently this is actually is not her first time playing catwoman because in 2017 she actually played catwoman in the lego batman movie which i think is so interesting like she so what seems like what happened was she played catwoman in the fucking not even an animated batman movie the lego batman movie and she was just like you know something about that role i was just so attracted to the the lego the lego pieces just became a part of me i had to come back I think that's apparently it's apparently a great Batman movie. I haven't seen it, but a, a lot of people love Lego Batman. I've, I've, heard heard the, it, I've heard it. I've even heard tale that it's some people's favorite Batman movie. I know I know someone who's it's their favorite Batman. Movie. I've Those heard people are fucking sociopaths. I've heard the Lego movies are actually really good. Actually, mm-hmm. I've heard that they are really fantastic. But movies. I mean, it goes without saying. I fucking love Zoe Kravitz and I loved her in this movie. I thought she was great Catwoman. I was I was into there was I, I remember sitting in the theater and at one point. She came on screen and Mark audibly gasped. <laughs> <laughs> like she popped up and he was like, 
<laughs> I was like, all right, Mark, damn, bro. Dude, hold on. You know what's my favorite? One of my favorite shits, too, is that, like, when she first comes on screen in the club, like, whatever find my reaction my natural reaction could be unstifled but so was robert pattinson like when he first he's like oh shit like you could tell he's looking at her like oh yeah shit. he he let dropped me focus batman on this penguin yeah let me focus he dropped on batman penguin, for like 10 seconds he's <laughs> yeah. like i'm not batman right now i'm some dude at the club bro. he's like holy fuck <laughs> but yeah i loved her performance i'm not gonna get too horny on this podcast but yes she was amazing i thought it was great <laughs> so, m- moving on, any thoughts on uh, Jeffrey Wright as Lieutenant James Gordon? I mean, he's good. I loved him. I actually yeah. love Jeffrey Wright as an actor, fucking, and, like, uh, I thought he was a great Gordon. I think he might even also be my favorite Gordon, but, you know, time will tell. Yeah, that yeah, was great. See, you didn't like him? I thought he was fine. I my favorite Gordon is Christopher Nolan- Nolan's. Yeah, oh, yeah, same. Yeah, same. Yeah, Gary Oldman, That's my favorite. Gary Oldman's a great Gary Oldman fucking killed. True. Yeah, Gary Oldman's great Gordon. He is he is Gordon. My man me. lost his family. <laughs> I, I I did like Jeffrey Wright a lot, honestly, in this. I, I felt like he uh I don't know. I, I I can't really nail it. I mean that character I feel like is interpreted similarly like every time, but I don't know. I thought I thought it was really good. Um yeah. but here's here's another one that kind of that blew me away was Colin Farrell as uh Oz slash the penguin. I'm gonna yeah. go and say no. Nah. Really? I, so I, I will say, I guess it doesn't matter because like when I first, the first time I watched the movie, I didn't even know Colin Farrell was in this movie. I found out that he was Penguin after the fact and I was like, what? <laughs> that was Colin Farrell? But, um, dude, if it, I didn't know funny. beforehand, there was no way I could do Yeah, no, no way. No way. No way. I, I don't know because I knew beforehand, so I have no way to know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I thought he was I thought he was great. I thought he was great. He's getting his own show off of this, so apparently mm. like he's getting HBO Max. Yeah, there's gonna be a penguin uh crime boss. Bro, can we can we stop that shit? God damn. Why we gotta I have mean, a fucking show for every goddamn character on well, everything H- now? HBO Max and Warner Brothers gotta they got you know they're And Disney, up. bro, like damn money. Let a motherfucker die. Shit. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it's weird because like I, I do actually like Colin Farrell. He's been in I had a I had a short like period while I was watching a bunch of uh movies from this director named uh Yorgos uh Lanthimos. He's kind of like a uh a, a David Lynch type of guy. Um and Colin Farrell is in uh The Killing of a Sacred Deer and The Lobster, which are both super weird ass movies. So seeing like a, a really big actor like that doing movies like those just gave me a lot of respect for him. But Man, has the penguin in this movie? It's just like Jersey stereotype pushed to the max, dude. Yeah, it was so corny to me. Penguin's doing it the most, but like the whole like the Gotham PD, just the people on the street, Gotham in general is just like a New Jersey accent. <laughs> Bro, the the I I know I've said it probably like 15 times so far, but there was like this one line where like the cops are yelling at Batman and like out of nowhere, this guy's just like, "You goddamn son of a bitch!" He, and said, it was he said, "Put your hands up, you son you of got, a bitch!" You goddamn you son of a bitch! And it's he the did the whole shit. Ridiculous shit! You think I'm the fucking rat? Fucking, yeah. Do I look like a fucking rat to you? 
Do I look like a rat? Oh, come on! Oh, come on! in my balls. Dude, he was straight up doing the, come on! Like, the Dude, full I on. I turned to Mark at one point, and I was like, yo, the only thing they need to say next is like, yo, where's the Gabagoo? Yeah, they were <laughs> It was one... like a bad episode of The Sopranos. In yeah, the theater? Like, look at Mr. Slick over here. Hey, hey, hey. In the theater, yeah. I felt kind of bad because, like, we were, uh, like, pretty much surrounded by people. It was pretty packed, and we were, like, right by a bunch of people. And it, it seemed like they were taking this this stuff pretty seriously but we were like audibly weak as fuck every time yeah. a person had a fucking jersey ass accent it was just hilarious to me dude i could not believe like <laughs> it was cartoonish it was just straight up cartoon shit they were like yeah. one gabagool away from being like i don't know like a, a full-on like jersey uh garden state cartoon yeah <laughs> they sounded like somebody on saturday night live doing yeah. a, um an italian accent one hundred percent. Yo, uh, Uncle Kyle, what what you think of uh, the penguin in this? Man, I was never the only penguin that I ever liked was the Tim Burton penguin. As a Dang, as a know. whole, I never liked the penguin. I it was like the one of the weakest villains I've ever seen. It's kind he's of a not, dumb villain. Yeah, yeah, he's not really turning it it's on a, in this too. There's a lot of family feuds going on in Batman, it seems like. You know, you got... Uh, the Maronis. And then the also the Cobblepots, you know, like they're a, a shamed family, you know. He blames the Waynes. Everyone's always blaming the Waynes. Yeah. And that's all he had going for him. He was just another villain that just had like, something just like going always, on with the Waynes. People are always blaming my boy Elon and like, damn, man. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. All right, so we got we got I'd say about three more that's really worth going through. So how'd y'all feel about uh, Paul Dano has the Riddler? So how'd you feel about the Riddler, really? Bro, this was my shit. This is what made me hard for this movie. <laughs> the whole fucking Zodiac shit was fucking dope. I love that he was like some incel fucking nerd. I loved everything about his character, except to the last five minutes in the movie where he's just crying in a <laughs> Well, that's that's not how he planned. Now that's Paul Dano's thing. Yeah, that's kind of Paul Dano going out sad is like Paul Dano's like like shtick. So and you knew you, you had to know that was coming. I thought he was great. I thought he was great. I wasn't like in love with it per se, but I thought it was a great opener. Like for a lot of these things, I feel like I they they had a really great opening of this, and I'm excited for where they may go next if they get a sequel so i thought the riddler was pretty cool like every every time like it felt pretty intense and everything like that i mean i'd heard you know there was some press stuff like um i did I, for some reason like i only know paul dano when i see his face when i see him i'm like oh there's that guy but there was some press stuff like him, him talking like dude uh, let me tell you that shit <laughs> was the dumbest shit ever well, like, why yeah, can't rich people just be rich just uh, yeah what so what happened he literally was like, in one interview, was like, I played such a deranged character. Like, I couldn't <laughs> sleep for six weeks. I was just too deranged. And like, bro, like, yeah, the character's crazy. But like, you were on scene for like 20 minutes total. Like, bro, chill the fuck out. Granted. You got an easy like three mil. Like, and you were in a trailer half the time. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> granted i mean how many minutes is heath ledger's joker really last and that's like i think that's the thing that was like ever since heath ledger it has everyone kind of been has to do that yeah 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 everyone wants a piece of that uh legendary oh this this character warped my mind for a period and now i can't uh you know sleep now i can't night. get boners anymore <laughs> <laughs> so to be clear heath ledger uh, again a scene that you know the the romanticized legend is that basically heath ledger died for the dark night he was only in that movie for 33 minutes 
So it's crazy. Like that's kind of like a thing. Is like you lose your mind just to act like an episode out in a TV show, basically. <laughs> like, but uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, Paul Dano. I mean, uh, the Riddler was cool, but yeah, Paul Dano doing his Paul Dano thing. Like, I mean, I I'm not gonna say I don't like Paul Dano. But even in There Will Be Blood, which is a great movie, when he starts doing the like just the whiny bullshit, I just can't stand him, dude. I don't know why. Why do you? Why do you? Why do people want that? I don't know. That's just me. I don't know. What would you? What, what, any, you. any other thoughts on the Riddler, Paul Dano? It was a great take on the Riddler. It was a cool way to go. I don't think they blew it at all. But I don't think it was like you know anything. You know, I think it was world. way better than the fucking cartoony Jim Carrey shit. Well, yeah, that's a different. That, I this, like that Jim Carrey. I mean, I like that. Uh, that for Riddler. that, I hate, I hate this... that Riddler is like just this cartoonish, outlandish fucking character in the like comics and shit. Dude, I was just about to say that because, like, for some reason, it didn't really dawn on me until just this moment, like how much of a radical change this interpretation of the Riddler really is. Yeah, yeah. because the old one, he's basically like this sort of leprechaun looking. Like just he he's he looks like such a ridiculous like comic book stereotype and yeah the 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 Jim Carrey version is just a bunch of dumb question marks. Yeah, he wears a suit. That's the no, that's the iconic Riddler. It's just a suit with a bunch yeah. of question marks on yeah, it. Yeah, true. Suit with a bowler hat. Top like, hat grew there with the question marks on it. Yeah, the whole matching like, getup and a staff or some sort usually with a question mark on it. So this is a this is a really interesting interpretation which I like. It's it's very modeled after the Zodiac Killer what he's doing working in codes and stuff like that he has like the whole military surplus jacket and mask yeah you know it's pretty cool it's pretty cool and dano dano brought they brought it all right so so a a couple more roles then we'll move on so uh this one was weird how'd y'all feel about carmine falcone played by john churchuro I thought he was great. I thought he made that look pretty clean. He made the he made the 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 gangster shit look like uh, you know like natural. I just kept hearing him like asking to rub like Adam Sandler's feet from Mr. Deeds. From Mr. Deeds. (laughs) That's who he is to you. That's who he'll forever be. I gotta say, at first I did the same thing. I was like, "What, really? This dude's gonna be Falcone?" (laughs) And and then he pulled it off. I thought he pulled it off fine. I thought he pulled it off just fine. To me, just choking bitches. That's his like go-to. He's like, "I'm just gonna have to strangle this bitch." I gotta stop. Straight up, (laughs) yeah, that's his move. That's his signature move. Is choking him out. He just choked out. (laughs) It's like, wow, dude. This one's your daughter, bro. Take it easy, dude. His performance reminded me so much of. uh, Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems, like it's like the exact same type of role, just uh, just a, a more competent, badass, yeah. evil person. Holy fuck, I'm gonna come. <laughs> he kind of looks like him too. He kind of looks like him. Yeah, it's it's wow. straight up like yeah. I mean, it's the same shit as the Riddler. It's it's a full on just Jersey thing. Uh, but finally, uh, I mean, there's other actors we could talk about here, but I think the the uh, a good place to wrap up is Alfred, played by Andy Serkis. How'd y'all feel about uh, that? I, I like that. I like this interpretation. I wish there was more. There wasn't a lot yeah. of them. Not not enough Alfred in this movie. And I thought he's about to just know. be straight up dead. I was like, really? You're just gonna kill Andy Circus like that? And that's First it. First of all, in this world, we, the DC has established that you can take an explosion to the face, yeah, and just be fucking fine. Like it's well, fucking he, Super he, Smash he Brothers. He threw it away, like halfway. yeah. I'll give you're right. I'll give that to yeah. Alfred. At least Alfred like swung it. Batman took an explosion like full on in the Dude, fucking straight face. up. No, not even <laughs> like, a scratch on the chin. Bro. <laughs> just like and just woke up in yeah, the oh, that chin. He's got that ball. strong chin. Yeah, you're I told right. you, he's got that strong ball. chin. He got that strong jaw. I, I knew he was you good gotta for have something, that jaw, man. baby. Yo, the first impression was true. 
What about when, like, I mean, Andy Serkis' Alfred gets fucking, you know, almost killed and he wakes up and the moment he fucking wakes up, <laughs> fucking... You lied to me! Oh, dude, this shit is... Unf- more, more of that emo, emo Bruce Wayne shit. Like, like he, he just wake up, woke up from a coma from being blown up in the face. He looks over and when he finally wakes up and smiles, like, oh, Nine. my only family is here. And fucking, he just, you lied to me. My whole life has been a lie. I was like, "Geez, dude, can give you, him can a moment? Sure, can we check the fucking vitals at least? Yeah, sure can we run back what, what we got at Alfred? Like every time we saw him, he was like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm chew you out.' But then he's helping him decipher shit, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, right there behind him, helping him. Like I think he was doing something when he got exploded. He was helping him with yeah. something. He was opening the mail. He's checking your mail. That, I, That's the other thing. He got exploded on your behalf in your stead. He got exploded, and you're this. You're coming at him with this heat when he damn. wakes up from his coma. Let's dial it back, Bruce. Just a bit. Like. I mean, but that's what we wanted. I wanted him to do that because I remember th- seeing the theater. I was like, "All right, he better get at him as soon as he wakes up," and he sure did. Yeah, no, <laughs> he, he sure know, did. He did. I will back. say the only thing that <laughs> fucked me up with that character is like, <clears throat> if I was the director. I would have forced in a precious somewhere at some point. <laughs> My precious. Stop it. My precious, My precious little Wayne. <laughs> yeah, so when, he, when he's giving them the when he's giving them the um the cufflings, he's like, Here, Yeah, these take, are my precious. Take these. They're my precious. <laughs> Dude, I'm not gonna lie, I really love Andy Circus and I thought it was cool that they kind of went with a relatively younger version of him. I mean, I feel like for uh for Alfred, you just gotta get like some British guy that's kind of that's the main template, is a very British person and uh you know I, I thought i thought it was cool that they kind of went for that and it also went with the emo aesthetic because you know batman is all is this is a younger batman so it fits that we've got a slightly younger andy circus uh alfred i like that i, I like I, I thought that was an interesting choice but i thought it worked really well but yeah also, that scene uh, cut me up though. another actor hopping back and forth between marvel and dc Oh yeah, Andy true. Serkis. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, big Marvel shit. He's been um. Yeah, he like played Claw. the worst Ulysses the, Claw, the literal worst villain I've ever seen in my entire existence. Oh, I liked him as Claw. He yeah, just was yeah. just like, yeah, I, I'm the Claw. I thought yeah, it was I weird. Shoot, I shoot a gun. His hand, the way it, like tore up and all, was all weird. I thought that was cool. I like that. He right. wasn't memorable. I didn't Shut, even know what his name Shut, was. He was the Andy Serkis. He was the told me his name, I wouldn't have known what it was. The tutorial boss in that fucking movie. Like they they just had like Michael B. Keaton just killing it as uh what's a uh, killmonger and then like the claw? Like what Ulysses the fuck? Claw. He wasn't even uh he wasn't really a, a uh Anyway, we're we're not here to talk about Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shouts to shouts to Andy Circus because you know he's, he's getting to the bag, man. Get to the bag. But, oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, to th- the the bag. So the, <laughs> so uh, there's plenty more you know great performances in this movie, but I think we're we're ready to move on. Let's roundtable our favorite scenes and moments of this movie. What what did you really love? For me, right off, uh, right at the beginning, there's a few visual things that are really fun. Uh, when the, I think it was, I don't know what they threw in the glass, but it, the, the Batman cowl like was in shape Yeah. after the black glass was broken. Like just the beginning of the movie, like setting the stage was so good. Dude, the first, they like, set the stage for this movie the, so well. I lo- I agree. I love the opening of this movie. Like the opening, like 15, 20 minutes or yeah. just like, I was also like, oh, I'm in, real man. Vader vibes right off. Like mm. just the music, the way they was, I was like, man, this is great. Dude, like. Uh, yeah. I love the music in this movie. One of my favorite things about the movie is the opening. The way it opens, uh, 
I just love, I love the fucking kind of like going through the different point of views of the, um, the different, uh, thugs kind of like doing their thing and then looking up to the bat signal and being like, oh, or looking into the shadows and being like, oh shit, I think he's out there and stuff. The opening, like that narration, that, that monologue over the top of it was just like, I was like, oh fuck, we're in for one now. Like we're in for some good shit. And even, I will say the one thing that took me out of it just a little bit, I don't want to pick nits just yet, but the one thing that took me out of it just a little bit is like after this beautiful opening and like getting into the uh, perspective of these thugs of like their fear of Batman and stuff. He finally does appear out of the shadows. He says, I am the shadows. I love that line too. And the fucking dude's like, Hey, who the hell are you supposed to be? And I'm like, ah. We just we went. Do they? Yeah. Yeah, Come on. Speaking of that scene, I really do like that scene because because the music was doing great, and then it slowed down and kind of like it was still in the background, but it got quiet while he's he's out there fighting. Yeah, yeah. Stomping all these fools out. Great music. I love that. I love that opening scene though. That took me out of it just a little bit, but I love that opening scene. I also love. Um, (laughs) I love the moments where he's like, uh, fucking. There's a few different moments in the movie where he's like stepping into the the police's. Uh, space and they are not with it and they're like who the as 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 they would be they're like who the fuck is this guy he's a vigilante are you gonna let him in here there's even a moment later on in the movie where where he's just at a crime scene and one of the cops and he's just like rifling through some stuff and one of the cops is like hey gordon you gonna let him do this and gordon (laughs) like looks at the guy like he's wearing gloves (laughs) (laughs) he's wearing gloves but uh yeah there's a few uh one more moment i'm sorry and i know i'm going over but uh the fucking car chase the batmobile fucking got me like fully torqued and that car scene that car chase scene was like incredible to me they managed to personify the batmobile like to make it feel like he was creeping on you well like he was like a chase on foot through the car he was just on your fucking the car chase like kind of fucked me up because like batman's whole thing is like he doesn't kill people and he killed about 60 oh, people on that. Yeah. Road. Yeah, that gas explosion. Those yeah, people I'm are sorry, dead. Those truckers are that. dead. The penguin did that. Oh. He was ramming the penguin like into that shit, bro. I did like the uh the uh the Dark Knight callbacks in that scene with the 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 penguin um when they have like that 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 famous angle where it's like from basically like the uh uh the driver's side window. Um, and it's kind of mm-hmm. like looking up at the person while they're like the Joker did that, uh, Dark Knight did that. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that side, did that with side, side mounting the camera like that, like you're yeah. you're on the like you're on the um the mirror right there. I love that. It gives it a definitely full on effect. I think I think Matt Reeves said he went for that effect for like uh, from inspiration for older movies like Chinatown and fucking um French True. Connection yeah. and stuff like that. You know, like where they did stuff like that in car scenes but yeah great effect love that scene loved him just on penguin's fucking ass and that fucking batmobile sick dude I don't yeah know. i think he stalled out did I, he stall I gotta out say, at the beginning though did... yeah I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because i thought that scene was i thought i want to thought back on i was like maybe it didn't maybe he just wanted the penguin to run so yeah. he could chase him i can't tell if he did that on purpose but it did seem like he was revving the engine it was like oh shit like installed out <laughs> like right beforehand but uh, you guys, sorry, I, I took a lot of time there. So, you guys, who else favorite moments? I, I gotta oh, man, say, yeah. my, my probably my favorite scene was when he goes to the club for the first time. He knocks on the door, and then he just they're like, he's like, "Do you know who I am?" They're like, "Nah, fuck you, dude." <laughs> and then he just goes in and breaks the spine of like fourteen dudes. <laughs> Again, something that trips me up about Batman, like he doesn't kill anyone. 
but he cripples motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Batman he, in the bat suit is like 240, 250 fucking straight muscle, like beating people up, like overhand punching a dude in the nose five fucking times. Yeah, yeah, dude. Taking Those an assault bills. rifle and hitting them in the jaw like a baseball bat. Like he's killing motherfuckers. Yeah, dude. Batman's These not, dudes ain't know. eating. He's not Batman's not about killing, but he's also not above beating the. He living takes you shit to the you. edge. He does. He's not above yeah. beating the living shit out of you and maybe ruining your life with paralyzing yeah. you from the waist you'll down. You'll never walk. He again, don't care. Yeah. You'll, you'll be never alive. walk. You'll, you'll be you won't be able to do crime again. You can't get an erection <laughs> and impregnate your wife due to paralysis, but you'll be alive. Your bloodline yeah. will end with you, but you'll be alive. <laughs> um for me uh my uh my favorite scenes um i mean i really i did really like a lot of the scenes i like the scene where he like eats shit honestly i really liked uh and i'll talk about this a little bit later i thought they kind of like you know kind of tacked these in that didn't it didn't really flow with the rest of it but i did like every scene where they made him seem much more vulnerable and like a weaker Batman. Um, I do. I like any of those scenes, but especially the one where he like eats ass when he's falling down. Um, I really, I love the scene where uh, he's like, um, he and Gordon pretty much plot where like, he's going to punch Gordon on purpose. Uh, <laughs> and then like, it was like in GTA when like, you like if you shoot a cop and you just go instantly to like five stars, like he just punches a cop and then just like all of these motherfuckers <laughs> come out I from like every scene. fucking angle and spot. <laughs> And they're shooting at him, and he's just like, no big deal, whatever. I didn't think about that. Like, every story of the tower had Dude. cops running yeah. down. Even at, like, the, fit, the the 18th floor, they're like, oh, shit, yeah. get him. Really quick, <laughs> I love so many things about that whole scene. First of all, he wakes up. This After he gets exploded in the face, he just wakes up, and he's surrounded by, like, 50 cops. Somehow, they, no one's unmasked him until that very moment they're trying to. But anyway... That one commissioner guy who's in there with the, like, soft but very – the soft Jersey voice, Gordon, you're going to this guy. Are you – I can't believe you're – all right, two minutes, Gordon. You got two minutes. Dude, I was, I was like, so – I was so <laughs> weak. And I could tell the director was trying to go for some, like, yeah, this is a this is like a real street cop. He's He's got – yeah, he got shot in the neck or something like that. But, yeah. Yeah, you, this is what you got. I could not believe that sh- what the hell did you just say to me? Like, you vigilante. The entire time, the entire time I was watching this movie, I was like, okay, we get it. Gotham is supposed to be New York yeah, City. Like, yeah. I understand. You can but stop I, with the fucking accents now. But like, I, I, chill. Not I, even I, all I, of New I, York City. I, just I, one spot in New York City. I lost City. all of that from till he punched Gordon is running from all. Anytime you see a, 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 a Batman movie where you have to see Batman, like a full grown dude in a bat suit, Run. just running, just running for life for his life. That's that's funny to me. I don't know. <laughs> that's automatically funny. But like getting to the top of the precinct too, and then like <laughs> like stuttering for a second, like whoa, like this yeah, is yeah. fucking. I love that. That was very human. I love that. Alrighty. All right. So before we go any further, let's talk. I know we all, we all, it's, you can tell we all kind of enjoy this movie. You know, we all enjoy it, but, um, you guys got any nits to pick? Let's talk about some, some nits to pick. Any nits to pick, tits to flick, you know, let's, let's see what we got. What I want to like go last because mine's the very last few seconds of the film. 
I'll I'll okay. kick. I wonder if I'll, yours is. I wonder if yours is one of mine. I really hated the them driving off together scene after saying bye, and then they're driving off together. Damn. And I was like, Yo, didn't you just say bye? <laughs> take care of yourself. And now you're out here riding behind her. Yeah, it is awkward. That's just like when you when you say, All right, peace out to your bros, and then you walk together to your car. And you're like, I was like, What? Maybe should have Say bye. <laughs> like, it made me bad. Uh, uh okay okay i I, i'll say uh something that i didn't like about this movie was some some of uh paul dano's like line reads and performances were a little bit over the top for me that was a little bit like too much i'm like all right enough you know like i i I know you're trying to pour it on and and milk this role of course but like you know it's it, it did pull me out of it a little bit um one of the main ones and i don't know if you guys agree with me was like that like last uh, moment with uh with the Riddler and then uh, the supposed Joker in the other cell in Arkham like I didn't like that yeah I felt <laughs> whatever about it but I really hated him pounding on the glass at him more yeah I don't like that <laughs> I, like, I was like we... yeah all right leave that scene from Dark Knight alone I didn't like that last little scene with the Joker character um it, it and it did feel like it took something away from me I was like this movie would have been better without that yeah I don't know <laughs> like I watched it the second time with you guys and like we're in the theater and I was like oh this scene and I like got a little embarrassed like watching that with you guys. <laughs> for I'm like, liking yeah. it yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like oh yeah I have to show them this part now <laughs> yeah exactly yeah I um I thought that was kind of corny Paul Dano being Paul Dano was kind of corny uh the um this is my biggest nit to pick with the whole movie. So this isn't really a specific scene. It's just kind of like a general thing. How like I couldn't this movie, I could tell that it kind of wanted to be like the Christopher Nolan movies where you kind of have this like badass epic Batman where it feels as if there's almost this, this a, a bigger issue on the line than even what's going on in Gotham City. Because there are some subtext I might talk about when I talk about our, about our final thing. But like. This movie felt like it didn't. It had a little bit of an identity crisis, where like part of it wanted to be the vulnerable teenage angst Batman movie, but then part of it also wanted to be like your regular badass Batman movie. And it felt as if those two different portions of it were too disparate. Where like it didn't feel like they fully committed to one or the other. And I feel like I wish they committed more to making the vulnerable Batman movie. And I didn't really buy a lot of the stuff with like, oh yeah, I'm damaged too. I'm damaged just like every everybody else. Scars. Yeah, I got scars. Something's in the way. You know, like and also actually that I'll transition to that is just the use of that Nirvana song. I felt I don't know if I don't like it, but using that song twice in the movie felt kind of corny. Using it as the trailer felt kind of corny. Um, that that felt weird. Yeah. I was in the theater, and you know, I heard it come on. I was like, again. And, <laughs> yeah. and I've never part, said that in. A, I don't feel like I've ever said that in a movie. There's this part, like not too long after they they. I I think it's either right before, or right after they played the second time, where uh, he's like, yeah, there's just like in my life, there's always just I can't quite get where I'm going. I can't quite do what I want to do. And I was just waiting for him to just to be like, it's like there's <laughs> something in the way. <laughs> <laughs> Something in the way. I know we talked about that earlier, but it's funny. It's, it's still I have such a funny. I have such a love hate relationship with the hot topic thing in this movie, man. It's like it's there, but it's not the artistry isn't there. It feels too much like some hot topic, like throwing an emo shit. That's I'm gonna wrap up. I could probably go on, but that's my biggest nit to pit with the movies. I don't feel I, like I fully committed to that. 
I think the use of the song it's a it's a bit heavy handed like like having it in in one of the one of the bigger trailers and then using it in the movie the first time I heard it in the movie I was like oh okay okay I I love it I think it does encompass the tone that they're trying to go for and then using it again they use it to open the movie and then they use it to close the movie well you you had mentioned I think you did make a good point about how this movie is very wet and it's always raining and that does kind of conjure that sort of like Seattle Washington sort of vibe which is Mm -hmm. where Nirvana's from so exactly so I think that's that's the tone that they were trying to capture with that and uh I think I think that song maybe does inform a lot of the uh the movie and some of the uh the uh i guess visual things in the movie especially with the flood and the raining and stuff but uh i i I like it i think it is it's a strange it's a choice to use it like twice and in the trailer but um it doesn't throw me off that much i'll say i'll say yeah so so k-town what's your uh what's your nick to pick what's your biggest nick what's your biggest Uh, the fact that they were uh they put a nirvana song in the movie nirvana is probably (laughs) one of the worst bands of all time oh my god i literally i like it almost ruined the entire film for me that the fact that I had to listen to a fucking Nirvana song. Not once, but fucking twice. Like, fuck you, man. <laughs> I love Nirvana and I didn't like it, so honestly, I'll give it to you. Like, it sounds like- <laughs> <laughs> But, like, honestly, like, I really enjoyed the movie. The only real scene that fucked me up was that Bobo broke ass Jared Leto fucking Joker? Yeah, and dude, like, <laughs> that, that was a little I bit was, too much. I was so hoping that with the way they went with Batman, that they were gonna go with like a Joaquin Joker, and like maybe like we were gonna get like this amazing shock, and it was gonna be Joaquin Phoenix in the fucking jail cell. They literally have yeah. like a fucking Jared Leto reject, just like laughing. And Dude, it's so fucking corny. If I'd seen so Hawking very- Phoenix rolled up, I would have been like so hyped. Fucking lost it. Yeah, that would have been the icing on the cake for sure. Now apparently, there Matt Reeves has a. Uh, there was a film, the deleted scene, like one of the only cut scenes out of this movie. If you can't tell with this three-hour movie, yeah. where um, Batman has an interaction with that character, the Joker character that he had previously locked up. And they and they have a moment together, but he cut it out the movie because he said it didn't feel like it belonged. He, he says it's going to be released in a deleted scene sooner or later. But it it just does seem strange to me that he would cut that that encounter out and keep this scene that felt so out of place to me. Like, but it it sounds like most of our nits to pick all revolve around the same couple things. It's like. Yeah. The Joker scene and something in the way. Yeah, fucking <laughs> there's a there's a, it, there's a hot topicness that does not work. I mean, because that that Joker shit, honestly, I consider that a sort of hot topic thing as well. Honestly, yeah, yeah. like yeah, that that like I love I love that they tried to go for the emo side, but it's it usually did not stick the landing. So so let's uh so kind of moving on before we kind of like cover you know wrap this whole thing up. Um, this movie definitely ends, uh, I'm not going to say on a cliffhanger, but definitely in a way where like the door is wide fucking open for a sequel. They don't, they don't close anything. In fact, it feel it just feels set up. So, uh, how are you feeling about a sequel? Are, are you stoked for it? Uh, there's going to be one. Is it confirmed? I mean, they- I can see where I can see the hints they dropped. I bet you Robin's in it. Yeah, yeah. Because they mentioned Bloodhaven. Bloodhaven, yep. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a. I think I don't know if that means that we're going to see a Robin, but I could. I could. And a lot of people point towards the kid as maybe picking up a Robin role, the mayor's kid. 
because there's a yeah, lot of focus on the I can see that because he's he sees himself in him mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, he did, and he did a stare and he was the only one to like trust him at the end there when they were all like when he was going to save them at the yeah, end he was the first they were one. scared of him they didn't even want to come out to, i like to... how that relationship was played through and it's never spoken on really but you can see it was one of those things where they're like you know the deal a, a lot of reading between the lines in this movie yeah which i where, loved i, I loved, loved it that. where you had to watch and you're like it's all you don't it's there to look at. And so, I liked, I don't know. I really liked it. All those scenes, so, all those scenes where Batman's looking at things. Yeah. I loved those scenes. It's, so, it's really, it's, I don't know. Such you, a slow burn that I loved. So you're here for a sequel? Uh, originally I wasn't, but I mean, going through this, I, I can change my mind. I'm here. I want to say, yeah. Yeah. I am down for a sequel for this. I think oh, it'd yeah. be, I think it'd be good. I, I think, think it'd be good. I agree. I'm very much down for a sequel. I, think I don't the want bones... Catwoman in it. <laughs> Sorry. I think I think the bones for a really good uh, follow-up movie have been laid. Like the yeah. next movie doesn't need to do as much table laying. It's like it's all there. They and they didn't have to do much with this movie. They did kind of drop us in media res year two Batman, and I think it worked out very well. We didn't have to see the pearls, which is a fucking meme at this point. <laughs> you didn't have to see that. And they set you up with the and they still... the city being broken up like that that section that they were talking about. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, there's that mm-hmm. section exactly. that like, no one can reach. It's going to get worse there. It's going to be crime central. Like Payne said, it's like almost like a little cliffhanger. Like we have some shit to work to be done. Yeah, like so it's going to get said. worse before it gets better. Yeah, so they, op- they open us up for a sequel and I'm very much here for it. That I really like the idea that like the sequel could begin like a, a post flood city. I think that's a really interesting idea. Like, I mean, like symbolically, like it, it's pretty much like them in total ruin. Uh, you know, they're they're literally underwater. Um, and also, you know, not to put on my literature nerd hat, floods usually represent some sort of renewal because it's it washes things away. It's it's renewal via renewal de- via destruction. So this idea that maybe there'll be some because at the end, you know, like. He undergoes a renewal. You know, the whole thing is that, like, at the very last, which I thought this was kind of tacked on, but anyway, at the last moment, he's like, oh, the real way to help people is just to be a good guy and just kind of, you know, work a soup kitchen, basically. I mean, kind of keep doing what he's doing. But but he's, like, in the weeds helping people in a normal way, you know. Not picking I, I, instead of picking his targets like he says at the beginning of the movie, he yeah. says that he's like, like I criminal. pick my care. He'd be like, I pick my targets carefully. Yeah, like a criminal. Real, yeah. th- real quick before we go to K Town, K Town, maybe you'll get something out of this. I did. I looked it up. Will there be a sequel to the Batman? I'm just going to read briefly uh, this article from the Esquire. It says, in short, yes, it's just a matter of time when. In an interview with Comic Book, the Batman producer Dylan Clark said, "Quote: I will go on record and say that it, it will be less than five years." End quote. Unquote. So we can safely book the Batman 2 for sometime between now and 2027. If 2027 sounds like too long of a period without Battinson in your life, don't fear. Director Matt Reeves confirmed the Batman sequel to The Independent as well, uh, as well as potential HBO Max spinoffs. We are already mm-hmm. telling other stories in the streaming space. We're doing stuff on HBO Max. We're doing a Penguin show with Colin Farrell, which yeah, is going to be was- super cool. That's why I was saying uh, earlier. There's already a penguin uh, spinoff that's been mentioned in the works. You know, uh, that's there's also uh, talks of a Gotham PD spinoff that was happening with uh, Jeffrey with um, Jeffrey Wright uh, reprising the um, reprising the uh, yeah. fucking uh, Gordon role. But that yeah. that actually has been that's actually been uh, confirmed. Kind of like 
it's it's no the Gotham PD thing is not really confirmed anymore. I uh, think it's actually not happening. I mean, with the optics with police and shit, it's kind of a bad time for a police. The show. only sure, the yeah. only Gordon I want is the Gordon from the show Gotham, played by Ryan from the OC. My favorite <laughs> drama of all time. <laughs> okay. So, so K Town, how you how you feeling? You want you want the sequel, the OC yeah. version? Of- yeah, I want Ryan from the OC. Uh, be I want him to play Robin. I want Robin to be a full grown man. Yeah. Okay. Um, you want to? I want man? him and Batman to be gay. I wanted to be a they them Batman. I want <laughs> like honestly, like that's the thing. Like like Ben Shapiro was like shitting on this Batman. It's too woke. Dude, what? How is this movie woke? How is this movie woke? Every movie is too woke. I 100% agree. I guess the only only thing I could say that maybe he's referring to is uh, Catwoman having a girlfriend and a boyfriend. There's gay people, Ben Shapiro. Gay people exist. That's it. Republicans are cool with hot lesbians. Jesus Christ. So honestly, I would love to see a gay Batman and Robin just they them in it up. They them Batman, the sequel, like just fucking killing it, man. Oh, uh, they them Batman. Let's get it. How man. about Batman and Gordon getting it? That's my. Th- I think that's what it would. There be. was a dynamic. Be Robin, there, he there would be a, getting jealous of Robin being his a, partner in a, this movie. Yeah, there was a strong <laughs> dynamic between. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of horniness between uh, Catwoman and Batman in this movie, but there was a lot of horniness Penguin between. Po- there's a lot of horniness between Gordon and Batman. Yeah, I in this think movie. the Penguin pointed that out for me. I think there's a lot of horniness. Yo, but on a, on a serious note, like I would love <laughs> to see this um this movie a sequel. I really wish they would have went the Joaquin Phoenix Joker route. Like I hope it's cool. I hope they keep the zaniness of DC out of it. Like no Superman, no Aquaman. Just like keep it Gotham. Same. And, yeah. Like, rooted. Same. Yeah. Like, do, yeah. Yeah. I don't do think the they, Christopher don't Nolan his... route and just keep it like. Like as like realistic as possible. Standalone, yeah. Yeah. definitely standalone. I don't think yeah. there's room for them in this world. I don't think yeah. they really nah, work. This is and I'm own. even I'm even glad that Joker wasn't in here because I feel like this needs to be its own thing. Yeah, uh, I'm ready for sequels, like I said, but uh, let's let's keep it in its in this contained this contained universe. So before we before we shut it down and rate this movie, big let's give a couple of big shout outs to some of the comic book arcs and movies that I think this are their big inspirations to this movie. So. Uh, and, and Uncle Kyle has a lot. Um, I think he, you, like we said earlier, you've got a lot of knowledge on some of those comic book arcs, like such as the Long Halloween, probably being the biggest one, and uh, Year One, uh, Ego, and Hush. And even. Hush, Hush, Hush was a big one, and it's uh, one of the biggest. Uh, well, Hush and the the longest Halloween. The long Halloween, yeah, yeah. Definitely. They, they, they literally they literally uh, shout out Hush in the movie. You get a big straight up like title card that says Hush. That's like, why I thought he knew who oh. Bruce Wayne was was mm-hmm. because of that Hush shout out. Yeah. I thought and the Elliot um what's his name? Uh, uh Edward Elliot, Edward Elliot. The they mentioned him uh, originally. That's that's, that's, that's Hush. Hush. That's yeah. his name. That's the killer's name is Hush. Yeah, and he is a friend of Bruce Wayne. And he's he's like, oh, it's unfair that your parents died and you got to have all this money. What's having a lot of that? And my and he had a similar issue thing. No, he he wanted his parents dead. He tried to kill them and they lived because of the Waynes. 
So big shouts, big shouts to that. And uh, also uh, some of the movie uh, inspirations that I thought were pretty cool. A lot of horror movie inspirations like John Carpenter's Halloween. You see a lot of that like with uh, the breathing and the mass breathing that you get in, uh, from the Riddler from uh, that first Halloween, that first scene. Yeah. And even the, the Riddler hiding in the shadows in that first scene, which is fucking terrifying. Did, you, did that hit for you guys? Like in that very opening scene with the mayor where he was just in the background and the TV no, what- player? Dude, nope. the shit that hit the most was when he just screamed and went at him. Ah! Yeah, and that shit, I was well. like, oh, okay. It reminded me almost of like Jigsaw from the Saw movies, honestly. Yeah, I caught that vibe yeah, too. Definitely the Jigsaw. Yeah. And definitely, you know, um, I mean, obviously Seven, big Seven vibes, yeah, and Zodiac obviously, vibes yeah. in this movie too. So uh, big shouts to those inspirations. I think like when you think of all of those things, you mix all those together, those comic, those specific comic book arcs and some of these specific movies. Well, you, you almost big feel you almost for forgot the Black Parade. OK, oh yeah, oh, yeah. and huge, huge inspiration. <laughs> for It's almost like they should have got that in the monologue. You like people think uh, I'm hiding in the shadows, but I am the Black Parade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <For> <laughs> like, real. <laughs> All right, so um, are y'all ready to, to let's let's initiate the uh, the end of this? Let's let's roundtable it out. Um, are there good times killing us? And if you had to rate it, uh, what do y'all want to do? Uh, uh, out of ten or out of five? Yeah. Out of four? Out of five. I think out of five. Okay. Five good times. Five good times. So like, um, okay. The Batman. Here you have come. You have come with all your bullshit. You brought Gotham City here, and like, uh, we watched it and we took it in. And as an initial entrance so what i'm hoping is a trilogy we're gonna rate these so uh uncle kyle what would you are the good times killing us with this movie and how many good times out of five would you give this movie uh good times are not killing us Mm. on this movie Mm -hmm. and i give it i give the a fourth out of fiveth Mm, very nice high praise high praise high praise keep it up that's i I love a good realistic i love realism in a in a superhero movie you know like you got a, a a flawed superhero right now who's questioning his how his methods at the end of the movie you know i like how we ended it uh, keep it up yeah keep it up let's keep I, that going i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah mirror a lot of that i think i'm gonna definitely good times are not killing us with the the batman fucking great movie i'm liking it the more i've watched it the more i've liked it and i I'm not going to jump out the window. I was thinking of a five, but I'm going to go ahead with a four. I'm going to go ahead and give it a four as well. I really love um, Pat's fucking interpretation of the Batman. Uh, I love that there isn't that much Bruce Wayne. You know, this movie's called The Batman, not The Bruce yeah, Wayne. true. You know what I'm saying? So fucking that's, true, that's true. cool with me. That's true, true. And I like, like I said, I like that arc. I like that he... He starts the movie with this whole I am vengeance thing, and they reference Batman as vengeance the whole movie. Like, he's, he's referenced as vengeance more than Batman. It's almost tongue-in-cheek yeah, call, the way they do it, too. Yeah, they called yeah, like, him vengeance. As a joke, you know what I'm saying? And I think, I think like, the beginning of the movie, since we have this younger Batman, he's not dealt with issues from his past of losing his parents, and he's trying to fucking punch those issues in everybody he's fighting. And... Uh, uh, subsequently, he's creating bigger villains and bigger we problems. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, we you didn't know? talk about that. This movie that. is all Batman's fault. Yeah, you know, so... By the way. Uh, and by the end of it, he realizes that this is his fault, and it's it, he needs to be more than just vengeance. That's mm-hmm. why I do love that end scene where he be, where he goes down, he cuts the generator wire, and he leads the people out of the flood and shit. I think there's like... It, it really hit harder for me that second time around. I was like, yeah, dude, he's like... 
he's like, nah, I gotta be more than just fucking vengeance. That's not enough. But uh, yeah, I love this movie. The Good Times Not Killing Us, four out of five. I can't wait to see where they go with it. I'm ready for the next one, like now. Um, <laughs> fair. I'll I'll actually go ahead and go next. Um, you know, I th- this movie did some cool things that I was into. You know, I, I think um, uh, after the the Nolan Batman movies, I feel like the the Batman you know kind of franchise feels a need to sort of say something to the zeitgeist, and that's really what Joker did. I think this movie kind of did the same thing by sort of addressing the fact that um, Bruce Wayne was rich. Um, and, and you know, there's a few times where, like, Zoe Kravitz's character is like, oh, you must have been rich because you had choices. Or when, <laughs> yeah. uh, which I thought was actually kind of corny, but, you know, it, it holds up. And um, it, when the Riddler's talking about how, you know, there are so many other orphans in the city that have to deal with all these problems. And meanwhile... We pay attention to him. I thought there's a lot of parallels with our current, uh, our current um, sort of zeitgeist right now. Also, I really like the the kind of existential conflict where um, uh, Bruce Wayne is talking like, "Man, it feels like no matter how much I do, um, it's never enough. I can't actually solve any of these problems." And I feel like I saw that as a has that had a lot of I think great parallels with the world we live in right now, where you know we all see the problems in the world easier than we've been able to see them ever before because of social media and especially in the past couple of years. Yet we feel so impotent when we try to like fight against it. And it feels almost as if like when we try to fight against things, we actually make even make things even worse. And that element of it, I really liked. I like that it did. It holds up that legacy um, of the of the more recent Batman movies. It taps into the zeitgeist. But besides that, man, I don't know. The movie, that's liter- that's honestly kind of it. And it's got some vibes. I like the rain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm only happy when it rains. Well, yeah, it's like that that uh, that whole thing. I don't know. The 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 emo shit was a little bit it's 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 too late, man. The, the dark, you know, Tr- Christopher Nolan series that came out in the late 2000s. That's when emo was big. This that's that should have been I wish we had Christopher Nolan's movie now. And this back then, I think that would have been that would have made this feel bigger because it would have been the Christopher Nolan movie, which was, I think, I don't want to spoil the next part, but I don't know. I I don't think I'm going to watch this movie again when there's a sequel. I'm probably going to want to see it because I do. I think it sets up some cool things, but I have no desire to sit through this again for three hours. Um, (laughs) So I don't know, man. I'm going to give it a a nice three out of five. Um, okay. but in terms of, since I guess we're doing a weird thing we, when we have a five, we have a five point system and a binary good or bad since everyone else is saying the good times are killing us because this movie just, I feel like it fell short of what I expected and I, I'm not going to watch it again. I'm going to give it a very light. The good times are killing us because bro, bro, this movie bored hot me. Take, hot take from someone uh-huh. who's probably watched the extended uh, cut of <laughs> The Fellowship 14 times. Wow. Five and a half hours of bull fucking not, shit. Fuck that, K-Town. Fuck that, K-Town. He watched the Killer Bean movie, the whole thing. Oh, the whole Killer Bean, bro. <laughs> that movie's two and a half hours long. This is a watch of the movie. It's about a coffee bean. Look, I'm going to watch. First of all, first of all, I'm going to watch that because you told me it was amazing. And I, I was just, I watched it while I was getting drunk with my friend. And I was like, this movie's, why did K-Town make me watch this? And second of all, Lord of the Rings is amazing. I'm going to watch Fellowship Extended probably many more times in my life i love that movie i'm not gonna that, shame you anymore because that's I your love take lord that, of the, i love lord of the rings but fellowship nah bro that's your take and that's fair. that's one of my that, that might be my favorite one uh, i do want to ask really? you would you watch i just like would starting you it watch, off 
Would you watch this movie again, The Batman or Killer like Bean? Which one would you watch? I'd probably rather watch Killer Bean because of Killer <laughs> Bean. I can vibe out with my friends and just drink some oh beers. Hey, weed's oh legal in Virginia. Weed's legal in Virginia. I, Virginia. I might, I might hit the blunt, you know, and watch Killer Bean and laugh. I wasn't ready for that. This shit. movie, I gotta sit down and fucking pay attention to this plot again. I'm just like, oh, this, this, this. Oof. Just over. Yeah, like, tell me how you really feel. Holy, please, shit. that's that's. Can you go? Can, can you give me yo, your honest yo, rating on. and give all me a two out of five? I'll probably watch the room. Give me your real give rating. Probably real is too good for what you just said. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Give a real rating. You said three out of five. You said too good of a rating for what you just said. Well, it's K Town's turn, but you know sometimes a movie's a movie's good enough, but you just you know you're not going to watch it again. That's that's why I say three. It's good enough. I was entertained. I wasn't bored. I'll straight up like I'm just going to start this off by saying like, yo, man. Like sometimes me and Payne don't fuck with each other. <laughs> God damn, man, shit. This is, this is, this why, I don't is like, why I don't like talking video games with the motherfucker. He's like, I hate stories. I only like platformers, like Mario. I didn't even play platformers. What are you talking about? Zelda's not a platform. It's a puzzle game. I like jumping on mushrooms. Man, uh, this fuck. is not good for fucking with each other. You guys, God gotta, damn. we gotta bridge this. this I almost wanted to do. I almost walked he'd away. Rather watch Killer Bean. Bro, <laughs> you start. You're the one that made me watch Killer Bean. Yeah, but not over fucking <laughs> Batman. You've not unleashed this beast. Movie, not the whole movie. God damn! All right, all right, get out. Sorry, this oh. movie was far from perfect. I really enjoyed it. It's up there, three number three of Batman films. Number four in terms of Batman universe movies. I think. It goes Joker, Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight, The Batman. Okay, in I, that yeah, order. Dude, I think that's that, I think that's great, and uh, and very high praise for this movie. I really, like, I really enjoyed uh, Robert Pattinson's take on Batman. I really enjoyed kind of the campiness of it. I enjoyed that it wasn't always serious the whole time, um, but it still had this really gritty, like almost horror element with the Riddler. Batman was really a detective in this film. Like he was solving crime. I mean, it's a good movie. Um, I think it was a, a tad too long and the very, very end was corny, man, but it's a good movie, man. I definitely see myself watching again. I'm definitely stoked for a sequel. I hope they keep with the same vibe and the same aesthetic. I, I really enjoyed seeing a human side of Batman. Like Batman is definitely an imperfect character in this film. He starts off as kind of like this bratty, just self-centered, focused on vengeance. And by mm -hmm. the end, he's realizing that that action has a ripple effect on the world and he needs mm -hmm. to do better by Gotham. Like exactly. he has he has this power and the ability to do this stuff. He has to do better for the world. And he starts doing that. And I think that's really cool. Like it's just not all like sunshine and rainbows like this is a character who's struggling who is trying to do better not only for himself but for everyone around him that's really cool um i definitely definitely highly recommend this over killer bean <laughs> <laughs> um, jesus christ that was probably the hottest take i've ever heard on this podcast dude. yeah dude i to don't be, even remember to be clear the only reason i said that is because this movie is three hours long it was if it was two hours long i would not have said that but three hours is way too long killer beings an hour and a half and i can drink beer to it this movie i yeah 
Hey, look, hey, look, that's your, that's your, that's your take. Look, hey, that's fine. Look, I'm not going to judge you for that, that you love Killer Bean, the movie, and you watch it. I did not love that movie. That's, <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> all right, guys. All right. Before we wrap this up, I think there's one more question to ask, and we'll just do a lightning round, run over it real quick, because there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of discourse out there on the internet and on the interwebs about like, uh, you know how these movies get pitted against each other when they come out. And and this movie is being pitted against the dark Knight. There's a lot of people saying this is better than the dark Knight or this or vice versa. So I want to just ask the question, just pose it to you all. Do you guys think this movie is better than the dark Knight? No. Uh, pain. No. Uh, but I don't think that's entirely fair because the dark Knight was the second movie. And I think that the first one in that trilogy was just kind of, all right. So, you know, True. we'll, we'll see what the sequel's like. Good point, K Town. Uh, no, this is like, it's good, but it's you. It's not Dark Knight, man. It's not Dark Knight. It's not. Yeah. Um, I. It's I, not even I the w- same. It's not the same conversation, man. Yeah, it's great. Great point by Payne too that this is also the first movie, and if it was compared to Batman Begins, that'd be a different story. But the Dark Knight, which I've recently watched as well, I just watched that like over the weekend, and like. I was re blown away by that movie. Like uh, that's a that's a fucking cinematic masterpiece. I don't want to sound like yeah. a fucking it's, Chad over no, here, it's, but like it was. It was great. It, it was not only a great movie. Like because you, it's, not it's hard to nitpick. Batman it's hard movie. to 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 flip nips on that one. I mean, yeah, the, the, so you can't flip tits on that one. I think the the Dark Knight is by a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> the the Dark Knight, I think, uh, to a lot of people, and I don't think this would be any, this is a bold statement, but I would a lot of people would say that that's the best superhero movie ever made, and it might be, and it it, be. and I mean, and, I mean, it, it can stand with Endgame, I think, or or Infinity War, yeah, but that only it could definitely, but stand. that only works because of how much weight it has because of all, the entire franchise supporting it. This Dark Knight was just a sequel to a movie. It was like a Return of the Jedi type, or not Return. It was like an Empire Strikes Back type of thing. Exactly. You and know. as a sequel, there's you got some you got some sequel juice to build on. So yeah, Dark Knight, great fucking movie, like one of the best. The fact that this movie is even being compared to that, I think uh offers some it's pretty a good, high praise. It's a good start, that's it's for sure. Good, that's if a high watermark. Yeah. yeah. If you're instead of not even and not even comparing it to the first one to begins, you're just going right to Dark Knight. Yeah. That means you're scared of it. I <laughs> think it I think it's amazing <laughs> that it's being compared to Killer Bean. <laughs> the, the only thing I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna be real though. I <laughs> I wish this movie just had a different director. I'm not. Re- I'm just not really impressed with the direction of this movie. That's I think that's my biggest thing. Is uh, I wish this. I hope the sequel gets into another director. I don't think it's going to. But I, I think. Well, I think. Yeah. yeah. When Tarantino signs on for the sequel, uh, well, Matt, we'll, yeah. be in, we'll be in for one. Matt Matt Reeves made. Oh, could you imagine the Italians in that one? Shit. <laughs> oh god. They have the N word in there. They'll have Quentin Tarantino in there saying the N word, probably. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh god. Oh, he's the Batman, right, so he's Joe, black. So man. they're gonna show that jaw get kicked off, though. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, like that scene. Uh, you know, like we're gonna love seeing Batman get vengeance on that dude. All right, man. Well, fucking. Uh, that's it, y'all. There it is. That's the whole thing. That's the whole kit and caboodle. Fucking uh, make sure you follow us on Facebook at the Good Times Are Killing Us podcast, on Instagram at Good Times Killing Us podcast, and on the Twitter at Good underscore Times underscore Dead. Please make sure to leave a rating and review five stars only on Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify. 
Um, Payne, shut it down. If you'd like to leave us a call or a message, please call us at 757-656-9080. Again, please call us at 757-656-9080. Alrighty, y'all. So, I mean... Sure, maybe Batman's whole rule is he's not going to kill anybody, but I don't know, man. Honestly, I think because of Batman, there's been a lot of people who've honestly been left pretty fucking dead. I can go on, but I can, I'm just gonna step out for a second. Actually, also have to be. Kaytan just le- right. leaves and says nothing. No, he said he said you gotta take a break. He sounds oh. a little quiet though. I'm not gonna lie. Because he's eating. I'm kind of hungry too, honestly. A few moments later, which is fine, but can, not not enough to hey, be like hold, losing yourself over. Hold on a second, Kaytan, you do sound kind of quiet. What about now? That's better. Yeah, okay. I didn't realize. Okay, your mic's just like a little far, I guess. I'm just like, I'm grubbing, so I'm trying to yeah, get you're eating. in the mic. No, yeah, you're good. You're good. Hey, man's got to eat, man. He just got off work. Get off his ass, uh, Payne. I didn't say anything. Oh, you made, man, a, you you made a sound and then a face. You made a, you made a sound and a face. <laughs> <laughs> in the court of Good Times Gang. Damn. That's enough. That's I'm enough sorry be- I'm eating. <laughs> Sounds and faces or, or breathings can be a punishable hey, you want by... Some, you want some garlic naan? I would, I would have some, actually. Ooh. That sounds great. Ugh. You gotta throw it. Yeah, you, you picked it up and you I'm put it right there. too far away. Yeah.